This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hi, welcome to Breaking Bread. This is a show where we explore food through culture, conversations, and a whole lot of curiosity. I'm your host, Lo Yi Jun, a food writer and recipe developer from the Jun and Tonic blog. This week, we're back on another episode of Quarantine Cooking, where I bring you through the process of cooking up a dish in my home kitchen. With this week's Quarantine Cooking, we are making a pastry item. And it's a classic bun that is sold at bakeries across Asia, especially in Hong Kong, where it's really, really popular. It smells of butter and milk. And to many, it's a fond reminder of Hong Kong's food scene itself. The bun itself has a crispy crust that has all these really craggly bits that sort of makes it look like the skin of a pineapple, except that it's a lot tastier, of course. And when you bite into this crunchy crust, it tears away into a really soft, supple, milky bread bun inside. That's right, I am talking about bolo pao, which are also sometimes referred to as pineapple buns, which is sort of a misnomer because there are no actual pineapples that are used in this bun. Instead, it's a relatively simple pastry that is enriched by milk and butter and sugar and a bit of eggs. That's it. It's really simple, but really, really tasty. So let's get cooking. As usual, a quick note before we begin. While you'll be hearing the whole process of how bolo pao's are made, if you actually want the full recipe and writing, which might be easier to follow if you plan on recreating it at home, you can find that on my blog at junandtonic.com. That's J-U-N-A-N-D-T-O-N-I-C.com. It should be the latest recipe on the site, but if it isn't, just search for pineapple buns. Okay, enough dilly-dallying. Let's head to the kitchen. Hi guys, welcome back to my kitchen this week. And today we're going to make some bolo pao's, which is this really sweet bun that is really popular in Hong Kong and parts of China as well. It's also known by another name, um, and you might be able to find it in like some bakeries around Malaysia. It's also called pineapple bun, uh, just because of the crispy golden crust that is on top that is often kind of scored to look like a like a pineapple, essentially. Yeah, but in Cantonese, it's known as bolo pao. So that's what we're gonna make today. So this recipe is split into two parts. Um, one is for the bun itself, which is kind of like a really sweet, milky, um, soft bun. And on top of that bun is a layer of crispy crust. And it's almost like a, it's almost made with kind of like a cookie dough. And essentially, so you have these two different doughs and right before baking, you have your bread dough and you put this, uh, a disc of this cookie dough on top and just bake them together. And the, the bread dough will expand and the cookie dough will harden on top. And when it comes out, it's like super crusty on top. And when you break it up inside, it's really soft and kind of like really milky bread. So 
first off, we are going to start off with the dough that's going to take more time, which is the milk bread dough. So for this one, I'm using a classic sort of Asian slash Japanese milk bread recipe. Um, and we're going to first start off with a, a starter that um, is called a Tangzhong starter. It's a classic Chinese uh, style of um, uh, making a starter mixture for your bread. And so what you need to do is you get a pan uh, or a small saucepan actually, and you put in it flour, water, and a bit of milk as well. And basically you stir it uh, over a really low heat for about three to five minutes until it starts to sort of um, thicken up. So that's what we're going to do right now. Here's our flour into the saucepan as well. And I'm just going to put it over a low heat and warm it slightly and keep stirring with a whisk. Okay, then now once that is really thick and almost custard-like, I'm going to take it out of the heat and just put that aside to cool to room temperature. Okay, while that is cooling, I am going to measure a bit of water, around 50 milliliters, and activate some yeast. So with the water, you want it to be at around like 35 degrees-ish, a bit warm. So the yeast will kind of activate and bubble faster. And you can also add like a touch of uh, a pinch of sugar in it. Um, it just acts as like a bit of food for the yeast. So it will um, start to bubble faster as well. Okay, then... While the yeast is activating, I'm going to weigh out the rest of my ingredients. So for the dry ingredients, what we'll need is bread flour, um, some milk powder if you have it. If you don't, that's fine. Just, uh, you can just replace that with more flour. Uh, some sugar as well as salt. And for the wet ingredients, what we need is milk, an egg, and some melted butter. So all the measurements for these are on the recipe link that is under the show notes. Um, and it's on my blog as well, ginandtonic.com. I mean, I could tell you the measurements here, but it's a bit um, troublesome to listen to it while, uh, while making. And it's much easier to look at the recipe itself. But let's just go ahead with it. I'm just going to measure out my dry and wet ingredients and just put them in a mixer bowl. Those are the dry ingredients. Okay, so I just got the butter. I'm going to melt that in a microwave, but you can also do it in a pan. Okay, and to the butter, I'm going to add the egg and milk. Here's the egg. And milk. 
And we're just gonna give that a stir, so it's all combined. Okay, and we're good. So now we're gonna just put everything together. So I've put the dry ingredients, the flour, sugar, and salt into a stand mixer bowl. And I'm gonna add in the uh, wet ingredients. So the melted butter, the egg, um, the yeast as well. And last but not least, the tangzhong starter that we had in the beginning. spatula to scrape every last bit into the bowl. Okay, now we're just gonna mix it with a dough hook in a stand mixer. If you don't have a stand mixer at home, you can always do this in a bowl and just like knead it by hand. Although that will obviously take a lot of uh, elbow grease, but I'm feeling a bit lazy, so I'm gonna use the stand mixer. And that will take around 15 minutes of mixing until the dough becomes really elastic. So this whole kneading process will take quite a while actually. It will take uh, 10 to 15 minutes, right? So I'm not really gonna uh, let the audio run while this goes because that will just be 15 minutes of uh, bread squelching sounds. But in the beginning, your dough might seem like it's uh, a bit too wet, but just let it mix for at least five minutes, maybe 10. And if you feel like it's still too wet, you can add a bit, of, uh, a bit more flour if you like. But I'm just going to let that go and come back in around 10-15 minutes. Okay, so it's been 15 minutes. Well, slightly, slightly more than 15 minutes actually. And the dough is looking really, really elastic now. And the stand mixer is having, kind of, you can hear it having a bit of difficulty mixing as the dough gets stronger and it gets more elastic. So we're gonna stop it right here. And your dough should look really smooth and sort of almost have a bit of a shine to it. And it should be really, really stretchy. And I'm just gonna transfer that to a fresh bowl. And let's do that. Make sure to scrape every little bit of dough uh, from the... Uh, inside of the mixer and from your dough hook as well. Okay, so I've just put the dough in a bowl and I'm just gonna cover it with a uh, kitchen towel and just gonna set that aside and let it rest and proof and kind of expand over the next hour. Okay, while that is happening, we are gonna move on to our crispy crust. And for that, um, it's pretty easy. It's just a bunch of ingredients and you just have to put all them together and mix it all together. So we're starting off with uh, flour, um, an egg yolk, some butter, sugar, salt, milk, some baking powder and soda, and finally just for a bit of flavor, some vanilla extract. So I'm just gonna prepare all that and put it all in the same bowl and give it a whisk until it comes together into one homogeneous dough. Okay, here's the flour.
of sugar. Bit of salt to amplify the flavor. The baking powder and soda. And so those are all the dry ingredients. And for the wet ingredients, we're gonna take one egg. And I'm just gonna use the egg yolk here. And I'm gonna keep the egg white for my scrambled eggs tonight or whatnot. And get my butter and a bit of milk and a touch of vanilla extract. And I'm just gonna mix that all together, the wet ingredients first. And I'm just gonna mix this into the dry ingredients. It's gonna resemble a really flaky dough, uh, and it almost won't come together, but just keep mixing and kind of gently kneading it, and it will form, it should form together into a nice dough. Okay, got it. So now that we have both our doughs done and ready, we still have a bit of time left, so I'm just gonna clean up and I'm gonna come back in about half an hour's time, uh, by which time our dough should be ready. It's been one hour since I let the first dough rest and I'm just going to check on it. And it's doubled in size now. It's really, really expanded. Um, not sure if you can hear it. Let me give it a tap. It almost looks like a, like a bulbous balloon. See, that sounds super airy, right? Okay, I'm just going to flip this out onto a work surface, onto my table and divide it into 12 to 14 pieces. Okay, my dough weighs around 1 kg, so I'm just going to split that into 14 pieces, which is, uh, let's do some quick math. 1,000 divided by 14 is 70, around, around 70? Around 70, 72. Um, so... I'm just gonna go with 70, and we might have a bit, bit of extra, and one of it will be will be slightly bigger. That's no problem at all. So once you take out the really expanded bulbous dough from the uh, bowl that it was in, you just kind of punch it down and fold it a couple of times to release all the air. And then you can get to dividing the dough into 14 pieces. Okay, once you roll out these doughs, you're going to put them onto a baking tray with baking paper lined on it and leave some space between each, uh, each dough ball because it's going to expand. Uh, you can go ahead and heat up your oven to 180 degrees Celsius. And then we are going to take the uh, crispy crust dough and again, divide it into 14 pieces and... We're going to roll them into balls again, but this time we're going to flatten them out with a rolling pin and flatten them out into like round discs. And what we're going to do with these uh, discs is uh, we're going to take them and place each one on top of the uh, 
the bread dough balls that should be laid out on your baking tray and are slowly expanding. Okay, now once we have the crusty discs on top of the dough balls, um, the oven is ready and heated. And the last step now is to just brush it with a little bit of egg wash. So an egg wash is basically, um, it's usually eggs and maybe some people put a bit of sugar, a bit of water, a bit of salt. But in this case, I'm just going to use pure egg yolk and I'm just going to brush a thin coating on top of the bolo bao and... In the end, this will give it that dark golden sheen on top. So that's why the egg wash is important. So I'm just gonna brush that on and then we can put it straight into the oven. Okay, so now after putting the egg wash, we're just gonna put it in the oven and it's gonna be at 180 degrees Celsius for 12 to 15 minutes or until the top becomes nice and golden and crackly. Okay, it's been 15 minutes and I'm just going to take the bottle about out of the oven. Okay, so I took one tray out and it's looking nice and burnished and crackly on top. Uh, the other tray is not quite done yet. I'm going to give it another extra two to three minutes maybe. It's just because of the way the oven is laid out and different areas will heat up differently. So just watch out for that. And you might need to go a bit over 15 minutes. And once they're out, I'm just going to let it cool down in the tray for about five to 10 minutes. And once they're out, you can just uh, let them rest at room temperature to cool a bit further. And then you can eat it and dig into it with your bare hands. Or you can do as the Hong Kongers do, cut it open in the middle and wedge in a large slab of butter. Or maybe even like ham or spam or scrambled eggs. And just have it for breakfast, lunch, dinner, tea time whatever time of the day it is it's a staple bun in hong kong and it can be a staple bun in your kitchen too now that is it for this week's quarantine cooking i hope you found this recipe really interesting and maybe even therapeutic and maybe just maybe this will galvanize you into making it if you'd like to see the full recipe, you can find it on my blog at junantonic.com. That's J-U-N-A-N-T-O-N-I-C.com. If you're interested, I also have a bunch of other recipes on the site, like kimchi carbonara and miso pasta, which we made a couple of weeks ago. So check it out. And to listen to more episodes, you can find Breaking Bread on iTunes, Spotify, or you can visit our website at www.bfm.my. I'm Jun, and you've been listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.